approached by Adrianosaurus. Super coached by Adrianosaurus. Hello ladies and gents, you're with Adrianosaurus, we're here at the end of round four and we're commencing round five tonight on New Year's Eve, should be terrific if you manage to hold yourself uh, to a couple of beers and all sorts before the game starts, you won't make mistakes hopefully, Um, good luck to everybody into this round and and I hope you've had a good start to the year uh, thus far, we're at the pretty much halfway point of the Big Bash tournament, so how you're tracking now will be a good sort of springboard to where you hope to finish for the year. Uh, I'm having a pretty good start to the year myself. Um, yeah, Sam's, it had to be him again in the song. I did that one in the last podcast, but I was going to bring him in in round three and I reversed the trade because I made a mistake and, and I didn't go with him in round three, but I didn't make that mistake in round four. I brought Sam's straight into the team and I put the VC on him. He was an absolute monster for the round. Thank God in that first game that he got those five poles because it wasn't really much for the rest of the round. But, you know, those, those five wickets produced plenty of points and he was the top scorer of the round. Now, he did have some singles in there. Maxie was on the big show. But, um, look, Sam's was the guy. He was the one that you should have got in. Uh, and, and, and I wrote that song because I didn't get him in round three through a, a reversal. But I've got him in now and I probably don't plan to move him on. Although, um, I could... You know, I've got to move some big pieces, obviously, you know, at times. And, and I always sort of go the doubles and the triples and the forward planning. I try not to look behind. Players that you grab who have got great roles in teams, yes. But if you're choosing between player A and player B, who are these great all-rounders like the Sams or the Sutherland or the, you know, the ones that are going over to, and all these ones that are going really well and have really good roles in teams... I sort of make my decision go, yes, I might have a favourite in there, i.e. Sutherland, but forwards, it means I would, I'm not willing to sacrifice Sam's and Overton has a double, so I will probably go him. You know what I mean? Like, I look at it like that. So it's got to, you've got to make some of those non-personal decisions and get rid of people in there. I like to keep a couple of X-Factors personally as well, so I might seem like I'm getting rid of a form player, but... I'm keeping these players, uh, you know, Quentin de Kock, for instance, who's been going like an absolute 
bloody bastard. Um, <clears throat> you know, he's going to go off at some stage. You know, um, I'll answer a question that I got through to the socials about another player who's a, a big talking point always at the start of the year, and, and we'll start to get a bit more chat now as well, but I'll talk to you about them as well. Um, we'll go over the round that I had, um, where I'm sort of ranking, uh, and what my all-important trades are, because, I mean, if you're like me and you're going to get on the sherbets early... <laughs> you got to have your bloody team set and ready to go. And I, I'm a loose cannon. I've got to have the benches set up and everything because once I'm on the Sherpets, Ado could just do anything in this round. So I hope I, hope I don't ruin my great start to the season, which we'll cover next um, when you get to know me. Getting to know you. Okay, let's talk about my score for round four. Okay, how do we go in round four? I scored 942, which is a pretty good score for the round. The average score was 1,093, so I'm, I'm a tad down as well. But this consistent play um, for the first four rounds where I'm sort of, you know, I may not be the top scoring echelon of the round, but I'm not far off it. And just you do that week after week after week after week, you watch your rank you know, go up. Um, for me, I, I did go down, um, you know, on the, on, on the score of the round, that wise, but I did go up 58 ranks, um, and that'll see me in 50 overall on the button, which is not a bad old bloody clip, eh, no? Well done, son. Let's, oh, come on. There's got to be something in here. I, no. Oh, fuck. I deserve a... There we are. Well done. 50th before New Year's, and it's about to go pear-shaped after that, I imagine. For me, it always bloody does. But anyway, 50th overall, you'll take it. See, the, the soundboard wanted to laugh at me, didn't it? And it wanted to chuck out the, are you for reals? But no, I'm taking my round of applause. So 9.42, up to 50th overall, which I'm really happy with. All around... You know, I, 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 look, I'm Sam's. You know, he was the VC for me. I think that was a pretty bloody obvious thing to do um, for most people. I actually ran uh, DeCock in there, you know, in, in the playing team. It was 20 points from him, which was a bit disappointed. Stoin, oh, the language has got to be at a minimum, but I'll tell you what. I'm never, ever, and oh, I shouldn't say never, ever. You know, but oh, you don't get one on the starting lineup this week. I tell you that much, Stoin. Far out. 12 points from Stoyd. Oh, sorry. 20 from DeCock. These are supposed to be the big names of the bloody big match. Matt Shorty's human. He got out early, didn't he, Matty? Uh, but if you're trying to grab him now, you're probably... He's, he's only made 4K last week. <laughs> uh, if you don't have him, you know, start again. Uh, look, he didn't have a great round by his standards because he's a bloody weapon. Um, so, look, you know, and everyone would have had him and played him as well. So, that's no... No, never mind. It doesn't hurt me at all. Um, what else did we like from the round, uh, you know, or dislike? Um, nothing really disliked for me, but I was really happy to see uh, Alex Hales come good, um, you know, and I'm going to try to hold a couple of X-Factor players, and he'll certainly be in the list of ones that I'd like to hold. Chaudhry, I was trying to get enough. Chaudhry's going in and going, all right. He looks a likely customer. He's got the all-rounder ability. 
Um, you know, a couple of 57s and a 10. So, you know, he's generating cash, and I, I actually think I looped him in. No, yeah, I looped him in. So, you know, there was a few things that I, I did okay. And look, there were the big names that went um, poorly. So 942 was just a tick below. I'm into 50th. Into the new year, you can't you can't go wrong. Now let's refer back to Adrian's drunken notes over the Christmas period that I wrote down from the the games. They probably just make no sense whatsoever. I haven't looked at them, um, but we'll, we're going to have a look. Eh? I'm your host Adrianosaurus, and welcome to tonight's news. All right, let's just whip through the old drunken notes as quick as I can. Um, Dan Sam's junk time special, we already covered that, the five wickets, which is pretty much where he got most of his bloody points for the round. But, hey, still top scorer. Um, look, he, he was your round four guy. Bartlett, he's got a knack. He's stunned up again. He just takes wickets, you know. He's, he's, he's you know, he just gets those wickets. And I thought, well, I mean, you know, Bartlett, you're going to have an eye on him, obviously, because he have another double coming up. He could be one of those ones just to keep a little stinky eye on. Hail, yes, but hail storm, no. So, look, Hales was okay over the round, and I kind of just say, oh, he's going to go eventually. Um, he was good, but not, like, terrific, but I was still collecting pretty decent points from him for the round. Um, Hales, 99, tick under 100, and there was only, like, one, two, three, four, five hundreds in the round. So, I'll take that from Hales. Good notes, Ado. Good notes in your drunken... Maxwell! I just think that when Maxwell this week... Yes, you'll take it. Um, Stoy never again list. Well, I don't know if you can put him on a never again list. Look, he hasn't been in good form for a while. Maybe he's just starting to fade finally. Stoy, you know, but oh, I just don't know. This week, you know, the stars on the double, you know, player beware. If you put him in your starting lineup, I mean, Maxwell, of course. VC him, of course. <laughs> but Stoy, I'm just going to put him on the bench now and hope that he just... The bowling and the batting looks average, mate. He doesn't look like he gives a rat's ass. Sorry, Stoyne, I love you, mate. You big monster of a human, you. But he's just shit. Don't bring him in if you if you don't have him. Oh, if you have him, get him on the bench. And if you don't own him, don't buy Stoyne. Buy Dan Lawrence. Who's come? Is he come over to them? And he's oh, going to open the batting. He's better. He's, he's better. Trust me. Get him. Um, all right. What do we got here? Rain. Oh, yes. The bloody rain. It's so many games affected by the. Uh, weather, and we know that at playing BBL Supercoach, but a bit of it's at rando. The bloke who's won it twice, diabolical, bloody, what's his name, Andrew? How'd you do that, you friggin' legend? He's just won it twice, and there's every second game's cancelled by rain. I mean, what a weapon. He's winning it. I mean, he's in the 80th. I'm beating him. I'll just say that for now. I'm winning. I'm beating the guy who's won it two in a row. But I guess that he's like, yeah, halfway point, you idiot. That's how you win. You stay good for the whole year. Your time you run. Oh, here's a couple of my, like, little sad cry faces. <laughs> Bo Webster. Oh, wouldn't that have stung in that game? <laughs> Poor old Bo owners. You didn't get any points. Um, that's going to sting. And then people who had friggin', um McDermott and Harper on your RIP, I said to them as well, because of the bloody weather. I, I said last week on the traded list, I didn't really... I mean, forward, forward, yes, if you planned on holding Matty Wade for the whole thing, the whole journey. Yeah, and, and keeper parts are, are, are important, but I did think it was a little point chasey for now, grabbing... Um, Grabbing uh, the big fella, and then and, and it was. So there you go. Rain, deciding BBL. We're trying to understand my... It's like reading doctor's writing, my gibberish. 
Wade Point Chasers. Ha ha ha. That's what I wrote. Uh, star is Bondry. Ha ha ha. See, play on words. Yeah, Chaudry, he has been Bondry. He's a star. I love his game. He looks like a competitor. He does everything. Uh, and I reckon he's going to be have a break. He's, he's, he's half breaking out already. I think he's going to have a, be a good player in the future to come in the BBL. Um, what do we got? Matt Short on runs. Yes, he's human. Um, Quentin DeFlop. <laughs> That's what I wrote. You friggin' Quentin DeFlop. But I'm not going to sell him because he's got no value and he still is a bloody world class. He's going to one day just get the record super coach score. I know it. I just feel it in me nads. Um, Joe Clark, he's got the evil juju on him, this bloke. I tell you what, I owed him and he even came back on and scored a few more points at the end when they started to collapse. But this bloke, someone's got a voodoo doll and we're putting pins in Joe Clark. You've got to get rid of him now, he's injured. Oh, poor old Joe. I just hope for good things for Joe. All right, whoever's doing this evil juju on him, stop it. All right, he's had enough. Let him come good and have a good tournament, a full, safe, healthy, well-scoring, you know, BBL for Joe Clark. That's what I'm saying. Um, Jake Fraser Berserk. <laughs> yeah! Jake Fraser Berserk. Um, he's uh, been a good one, hasn't he? When he's on, he's on. He's just an X-Factor, and he was so cheap to start the year. I'm just going to hold him and just get him set up on loops. And if you have to play him, worst case, you play him. I made some changes there to the gates, didn't I? Um, oh, so the, those Marsh folk go all right. Friggin' Sean Marsh, he's 100 years old and he's better than all these young roosters. They're a talented family, those Marshes. Everything's going pretty good. Tell you what, high fives and go home to the business every night, you two weapons, Marsh and Mitch and Sean. You're going all right. Um, Jack Edwards, I said, he's, um, you know, much in the same way as a boy. You know, this Chaudry is Bondry. Uh, I think I've liked the look at Jack Edwards too. He looks like he's really started to um, level up this year for, um, you know, for them sixes as well. So that's all I wrote in bloody notes. What else did I have? Yeah, I've got some questions in there, and we'll just go over the sales trends, and I'll just give you a quick yay on it. Um, I have revealed what my trades are uh, to some of the socials, and, the, and one of the questions I got was, why am I selling good pieces? Now, I don't have to tell you my trades yet to talk about that. Um, look, like I said, it's exactly that philosophy, is if you want to get, say, Overton, who's got a terrific role, he, he if you don't get him now at 190, when are you going to grab him next round? Um, it's not a bad matchup. He he's he's batting, you know, where you, he's, he's got a Sam's role and a Sutherland role. Um, now that's the thing too is like, I you could just hold Sutherland and skip, you know, Overton for this week because Sutherland is a real regrettable sell, i.e., selling good pieces. But I wanted him for the good times for Gage, you know, and 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 Sutherland's a very valuable piece just anyway, but a super valuable piece. You know, if right now on singles, would you would you pick um, Sutherland? If you had didn't have either, would you buy Sutherland now? Would you buy Overton? Now, I would be buying Overton because those strikers are going off. In, and he's got a bloody good role too, in essence, without doubles. So he has a double coming forward. Sutherland's had his doubles done. That's why I'm selling a good piece like, which I've already revealed, I'm selling Sutherland, which is even stupid because he's gone on like a, the clappers this year. But... He's in the past. He's my footprints in the dirt. And Overton's my future. That's how I'm playing. I don't want to get too you know, kooky as well, by the way, because I'm in 50th, so I can play the safe game. But for me, that gives me a chance, you know, to grab a scorcher this week or to, you know, to hit the star if you can find 
good enough stars to put in your team and keep hitting hard. But I'm going to try to do educated risk. And, and look, I just think um, Sutherland and Overton are the same kind of piece. And Sam, so if you sell one to the other, like one who's had their double and into one that is their double, because they're expensive because they're good. <laughs> now, I have to sell some good pieces because I want Overton. Um, you know, I think into this round, I like the look of players like Bo Webster. Now, he comes at a high price. If you want to start stashing your scorches, even though he's dropping money like a bloody... <laughs> Anchor, um, Jai Richardson. No, he's probably someone you desire as well. So Crawley, you know, he's in, you know, he might you want to have him in there opening as well. You know, there's a couple of players you target um, from those lineups as well, so you can maybe start forward planning towards them if you're in fiftieth. You know, um, and, and and assess the good rounds to like hit hard. So for me. I'm not going to be trying to get six stars, you know. Like, I'm not going to go two. I've got Maxwell and Stoyne in Harbour. I want added in one. You know, how many do you need? How well are they going to go? They're so unpredictable. Oh, which, you know, they may come off and you just could get hurt. You know, I don't know. That's a super coach. But I'm going to go with my visor leading forward. And I'm going to look forward on my trades. Uh, and, and, and when I look forward on my trades at the players I want, it just means that I'm going to have to you know, sell some of those players in my review mirror who have done well. So, yes, I will sell some. And the danger is because you loved having them till this point. They were good buys, <laughs> you know. The break-even might be good as well. But, um, you know, it's a difference between grabbing a Bo Webster this round and then maybe taking a punt on a, you know, I don't know, to Rogers, for instance. You know, so if, if that sits fine with you, then don't sell, you know, a Sutherland type. But if you want to get yourself a Bo Webster who's bowling and batting most games, fielding in the gun spots, I regretted having him not having him on their last double, I'll tell you that much. So if you're okay with that, but I just think, yeah, look forwards, <laughs> you know, but don't just keep all these shit pieces and sell all your good pieces. It's a balancing act. Um, so yeah, I've had to sell a couple of good ones because I want to get some good players in, uh, in the forward planning. There's the answer to that one. This one's three of the stars, strikers and scorchers that I like. Obviously, that is a forward planning question. I might as well just have a quick look and just rattle off some names, eh? But let's go into the stars. I want to mention a few players. Obviously, we know that we've had Ralph and Mir are gone. We've had Dan Lawrence come in. Now, he's one name that I want to mention. If you go and have a look at his stats in tournaments that he's gone around, he is in there as bad only, but he does throw a couple of off spinners down. Nice clip he goes at as well. Yeah, you're going to go sight unseen. He's not like, you know, beating the conditions and getting used to it as well. Um, I don't know. I think he can bat anywhere in the top sort of four or five. He does in other tournaments. I'd like to see them open with him. But, you know, if, you, if you're saying, well, I don't want to fork out uh, 193 for Bo Webster, you can get yourself a 70K cheaper all-rounder, really, um, and an international who's replacing um, the Pakis, uh, Pakistanis. So, look, I, I, I say buyer beware because it's not guaranteed and he hasn't had, um, you know, conditions, you know, setting. And, 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 and I don't know 100% where he's going to bat, you know, but I think they probably put him up near the top as well. Uh, Maxwell's obvious. You, you don't go into this round without him. It's silly. You, and if last round 150 didn't tell you that, then... You know, it's a double this week, so grab him in, eh? Yeah, I, I mentioned Bo Webster. Look, he had a really good score to to start it off, and it was just when I didn't have him in the double. And outside of that good one for people owning him, when, when you should have owned him, it was a four and a zero. Um, I mentioned him in the top of the show, how sad it was for a zero last round. People would have played him. 
Uh, you know, so look, he's up against the monster break even of 182 this week. But I'm just thinking about points alone. And that was the last time he scored well over the two games. You just got to do the maths over two games. The chances are better that he's going to land, you know. So I'm going to have him in because uh, he bats and bowls and fields in the gun spots. So you just desire him. I'm not going to look at what he's done. I just look at what I know he's capable of. And that's why I think you trade him in. So we've mentioned three there from the start. Now let's move it on to the Adelaide Strikers. I- well, it's obviously going to be Jamie Overton. Now, I talked about a Sutherland versus Overton in a forward, you know, versus review mirror sort of sense. Um, but the bloke's averaging 94.70. He looks like a friggin' competitor, and he's just a bloody big unit. He's, you need to have him in your team. Oh, I'm losing me breath. You know, you get him in. Um, I reckon he's probably... Like he's a Sam's, you know, he's Sam's-esque. He bowls every game. They love him down there and he's going bloody good. Get him in. Um, he's, he's, what's he up against this week? Minus 43 this week. I reckon that's nearly a... Where is the button, Zato? He's a must-have. You're damn straight. Look, minus 43, the big unit. He's just on his own without doubles coming forward, scoring extremely well, and he's about to go up big time in price. You know, so he, he he's just going to go out and go up probably 30K, I'd say. So you get him this week for 192 or you get him next week for 220. So you, ha- you may have to make some hard decisions. Now, Matt Short is one that if you didn't have him, delete the team or just get him in now and just accept your problems, your mistakes and blah, blah, blah. Now, <clears throat> you know, the ones that I'm looking at uh, outside of them, I'm probably looking towards... Uh, Payne the bowler, I had him in the first double and it didn't really happen out for you, but he's he's petered out to a nice average of 53, he's up and, and, and move. oh sorry, 55, he's up and moving now, he got a 79 last week and if you're looking for that Munro sort of X Factor, when you say X Factor you say Chris Lynn, he was Tonking him to everywhere. He's 206th in the bloody BBL. Linsanity. Ah, but you might want to take a tickle on him. He's only 100, well, not only, 166,000, and he's up against a 41. So I think Overton's got to be the guy. But you can take anything of your persuasion. I imagine a lot of us probably already had Darcy Short, and nobody else is really exciting me too much. You could take a punt on one of the bowlers, you know, in there as well. Uh, But I'm I'm not, I'm not, nah. I'm just going to be grabbing one of those three. I'll probably just add in next week um, a Chris Lynn, you know, or a, or a Payne, whichever one takes my fancy, and that's where I'll leave it at for the strikers. And don't assume that there's no other good ones or punts that you can take as well. Now, Perth, it gets a little bit harder. We're just trying to think about three names, aren't we? Now, one of them for me is going to be Aaron Hardy, Bats, Bowls. He's the captain now. He's over 207,000 now. He's into the buy this week, so look, you may not... Um, get him this week. It's not going to hurt you. He's minus 23. But you have to have a plan for this week or next week to get him. And I'm saying must have for Overton. So if you don't have Overton or Hardy, I'd probably grab Overton this week because Hardy's not going to go up enormously in price. And, you, and then he is the one you get next week on the on the round. Now, Jason Berendorf is on 202,000. He's too rich. And how many people have been? 12% of you friggin' legends. 108, 113, and 46, the big dwarf. What a legend. He's just, it's great super coaching if you have him. And he's probably too expensive for people to grab because he's got a 31 break even and he's going to probably just hold his price nicely. Ah, I mean, look, I want to say Aaron Hardy, I'm, 
I, I'm going to actually not mention the name Berendorf as one of my top three in there because he, I just think I'm priced out of him now. I want to mention um, Zach Crawley. He's obviously volatile. Uh, he looked good in that first dig, didn't look as solid in the second one for a one. But uh, I look at these each round. That's why I said Lynn is in the Munro and I, I, category and I put him in there as well. So I'll probably be taking a tickle on him. I must be honest, world stage sort of player. Jai Richardson, 170K is absolute steal for him. 103 break-even as well when he comes back in. Uh, it's been a 74, a 21, and a 36. And that's the thing. There's no single digits from Jai, but it's watching his money go down at a rate of knots. Now, it's too hard not to mention a couple of others. I just can't. I'll have to go more on them. To, uh, AJ Ty, Josh Inglis. You could take a punt on one of them as well, I reckon. And I might be considering them depending how the money sort of lands. Lance Morris, if he... But the problem with the bowlers, I worry about uh, in a double for the Scorchers is that they may not play two games because they've got you know, a really long list of really quality bowlers that they can come in to just take a game. So I'm worried about that a little bit, but, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained, and you are going to take Jai Richardson if he plays in the first game of their double. I just know you will. Um, look, I've had a little bit of a sneaky eye on Laurie Evans as well. Um, he was good in the last round. I just think when he gets a chance, he looks really good. Um, 59 points in the last round, but it's been a 0 and 10. And if you need a piece to stash in your sales this week for someone who I think will play over the double and provided he gets a look in in um, a, the batting lineup in a, in a game and they don't tonk it and get the runs before he gets a bat, 66,000. You can stash him, I reckon, out of all the real cheap, you know, Hobson. Those ones. I reckon he'll, um, over the two games, might get a good chance at least to score well for you if you need to just take a pun on a real cheap and nasty. Uh, all right, well, that's it. Uh, well, let's move on into the next bit, eh? Hey, I was just wondering if you got any of those trades spare. Just a trade or two spare? Let's talk trades. Um, how is tracking for the round? Whether I like it or dislike it. Uh, number one on the list is Imad Wazim. Now, <clears throat> I never mentioned him, but he's been improving, I think, in the tournament. Started with a 29 last uh, match. He looked really good to me. 53. He's here, isn't he? Oh, go to Honeyball PBL if he's here. I think the other was left, but he's, he's here still. Uh, now, look, <clears throat> I, I don't mind him. If you can't quite afford a Bo Webster, I, I like how he's sort of tracking. Uh, and if you just want to cut price someone who's going to probably score, okay, probably 100 points over the round, yeah, I don't mind it. Um, I think people are bringing him in, uh, and he's one of those mystery bowlers, and he looks good to me, so I, I approve of it. I, if I had 125, I wouldn't. I don't. You know, I just don't have the money to get him. Uh, number two on the list is Bo Webster. Now, in that last double, it was terrific, but outside of that, it's been dog shit. So, uh, buyer beware. But look, it's simple. Um, 182, even if he has a terrific round, he's not going to go up in price. People might zig to your to the zag of what the common trades are, and you might go, well, was him instead. And uh, you could get out of it being able to hold a good player, you know, that you might have had to sell ordinarily. Uh, but I just think oh, I, I was hurt by Bo Webster last time, and I just don't want to do it again. He is number two on the list, and I agree with that as well at 3.2. So if you're grabbing loads of stars, yeah, Bo Webster and, um, and Wazima and, and Maxwell are probably the real top ones that you should want, I think. Uh, who else did I mention? I can't remember in there. None of them. No one. Dan Lawrence, I said. Um, but yeah, I was him as well. Uh, look, Jamie Overton, I said he's a must-have, and, and, and he's next on the list. Minus 43. If he just rolls out there tonight, he's going to go up over 200. Uh, and I think he's just going to score well every game because he's got such a prominent role in the team. Uh, yes, I agree with that. Marcus Stoinis. 
No, oh no, it's a double. He's already 35.8%. If you want to get him in as a bench loop, it's probably, you know, oh, 83,000 still. It hasn't been, he's got to turn the corner, hasn't it? Wow, I just would not, if I didn't own him, I would not trade him in. I hate owning him and I'm going to just have him on the bench. I want to trust Darcy Short before I trust Marcus Stoinis in a double. I just can't. Maxwell, yes, you must have him. Josh Inglis, people are grabbing and stashing people ready ahead for the next um, double, which I think is pretty good business. Uh, yeah, look, he, he's uh, come good in the last round with a 99. It was a zero and a 50 in there. He's such a talent, Josh Inglis. And you want to get Scorchers. So I, I think he could be one of, I said, he's a smoky one from the Scorchers. They have a lot of options that you could grab. Tom Rogers, yeah, look, it is... You know, when they make changes in the order, they don't mind chucking him around a bit. And and he has been good. Uh, I don't know if I'd be getting in because I don't know how scared I am. And now that's it. I'm probably going to get, you know, Rissold, aren't I? He's going to go out and just have an absolute monster. But he's been consistent scorer, 38, 61, 71. And he is a talent. And all the people who, you know, follow him know that he's a real talent. Uh, I don't hate it as well if you want to just go a cheap old, you know, uh, option on the bench to have a look at. Uh, Jack Edwards coming good, isn't he? I said I mentioned him in my notes that I like the look of him. Minus 39 break even. Uh, he scored an 87 to 36 and 81 to 90. Just get Overton. Get Overton instead. Uh, <clears throat> Sam Harper. I mean, if you want a freebie sort of cheapest chips player, you know, get him... Uh, Get him in if you want. I don't know, 84K. Him and Stoyd are so cheap and nasty in my view. Uh, no, I, I, I wouldn't buy him if I didn't have him. But, you know, wicket keepers, that's all where it all is. You know, that's why people are buying Josh Inglis because you need scorches and you're probably making moves uh, for keepers. Now, that's the case if you need a keeper and you just want to have him set up on your bench. I've got Sam Harper on my bench uh, because I just don't trust him at all. And, and that's exactly the way... He's been playing. He'll always play, and that's why he's 84,000. So buyer beware. Fraser McGurk, uh, I don't know if I'd be making that move now. I'd probably, I mean, the break even's 15, uh, and he scored 115 last round. He's, he's, he's definitely exciting, but are uh, you sort of looking towards him, uh, or are you going to be making other choices? I don't know. People are bringing in Chaudry, and I think I'm maybe even selling him. But he has been good, and he's been the cheapie that's come good, and he's getting picked in their team. And we've got a 57, a 10, and a 57. Um, they do have upcoming relevance as well, so I don't hate it if you need a third piece or something like that. Uh, you know, I hope you're going terrific, though, if you're doing that move this week, bringing him in. Hilton Cartwright, he's missed to fix it in that team. They'll have a collapse. So Hilton's scoring all right. It was a 12 last game, but he's got two other tons for the year. 112, 114. What's the chances now? Dan Lawrence is coming in, I think, there. So, you know, <clears throat> you take Hilton and he doesn't bowl or get a bat in this double. That's just always the way it is. Harris, Ralph, he's gone. Harry Nielsen, he might have gone okay last game. Oh, but he's only 60K. He scored 22 or 37. Oh, just, I, it was a never again list for me and I'm not going to do it. Joel Paris, I, I screwed around getting him in last bloody double and he didn't even play the first game. 58, a 3, and 8, and a 38. No, I wouldn't bring him in. But, uh, you know, people want to have a look at something on the bench. I don't think Joel Paris is it, personally. Spencer Johnson, he only weighs, he weighs, he weighs probably fucking heaps because he's tall as tits, tall as. Uh, sorry, with the slip of the words there. 30, 30, 67. Um, look, he looks a hell of a lot better to me than those super coach scores. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to leave it there. Yeah, Dan Lawrence was the next one on the list, and I said, you can take a little tickle at him if you like. Uh, people getting Lynn and Ty. Yeah, all those make sense. Merlot, I wouldn't get. 
42k. No, Sean Marsh. People are chasing a bit there. But he has, it's not really chasing because he's so class. He's been great in both games, 94 and 89. He could do a hell of a lot worse than a Marsh in your team at this moment in time. <laughs> David Payne. Look, there's the top 23. There's nothing too sort of silly in there, in my opinion. It's just time to go for it. We're at the halfway point of the season. Uh, and... I'll go over my trades, excuse me, just for the clearing of the voice there. I'll go over my trades and why I've done it. It's a bit ballsy. Some of them I'm selling some good pieces, but you can just let me know my logic on, you know, uh, or how, how I've laid it. And and, and, and you, might, you might give me a half tick and then say, all right, Ado, I just, I'm, 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 I, ho I hope that the world sends you a message that you've made a mistake in selling the ones that you have and hope you suffer. That's because I do play a good villain. But look, I am selling some good pieces, but I think I'm bringing in some good pieces. So next we'll talk about... Some trades. I'm watching you, Adrianosaurus. Always watching. Alrighty. Let's have a look, eh? Who I'm selling uh, this week. Now, the it's a bit dangerous because I'm selling some names that are pretty big and performing well this tournament, hence their price points. But, hey, you want to bring in expensive ones, you either save up a bunch of cheap ones and then have crud on your bench, or you just keep selling good and a half for good ones. Do you know what I mean? So, um, look, number one out is Joe Clark. Cop that injury, I told you. The voodoo. Poor old Joe Clark. Uh, he, he's finished with a 43 last round. He hobbled his way to a 43, literally. He's out for me. Selling a keeper, which are important pieces. And Bancroft, just as he's gone and got wicket keeper status, I'm selling him as well. Hey, no, sell it all. It's a wicket keeper fire sale. Look, Bancroft was good over the double, and he's looked in terrific form this year. But his value of 174 is in my review mirror and looking forward to over in the big unit. I'm looking forward. Now, I gave away that he was one of my picks in, but the other one I'm selling is the Big Chief, who's been one of the top performers this year, and he's got a terrific role in the team. Now, it was going to be him or Sam's for me, uh, but I'm going to be bringing in um, Bo Webster. I made that mistake of going the cheaper one, i.e. the Wazim, and I'm not saying that Wazim kind of outscoring this double. He might be that cut price one that does jag you a win over uh, uh, Bo Webster, but I always think about who do I fear in the round. I do fear those mysteries spinners a little bit. I fear Bo Webster. I fear Maxwell. I don't fear Stoin, but he, he, he's got it in him too. He could kill you. But um, I, I'm not going to go in with someone who bowls and bats most games. He's tall as a bloody house, and they put him in all the gun fielding spots. You know, he, take, he could just make 100 points in catches, you know, potentially. So I'm not going to take the same route I did last time, skipping him and make a mistake. So, yeah, I'm selling Sutherland, and I'm going to be bringing in Bo Webster and Overton. So, Webster's a nice piece to add to my Stars players um, that I have for this week, because two of my Stars players are Harper and Stoyness. I've got Maxwell, you know, so I want to add, add in a Maxi quality, a good quality player who have bats, bowls, a Sams-like player. So I'm going to be putting in uh, Bo Webster. But I did mention, you know, well, I have now, Wasm, and I did mention Dan Lawrence, a couple of little sneaky ones you could go in there as well. We see people are doing um, Roy Rogers as well. I was surprised how well he's doing. But Clark's out, Sutherland's out, Bancroft, who's in good form, is out. And now I've brought in Overton, Webster, and let's talk about the last one. It's Ben McDermott. Hey, that's freaking, uh, yeah, I'm bringing in Ben McDermott. Uh, are you for real? Mate, I am for real. And I'll tell you why. Because I'm selling keepers. <laughs> I've got to get a keeper in. And I'm going to have him there for loops and stuff. He's going like an absolute wretched thing. 
Ben McDermott. It is. It's either wretched or it's like glorious, happy ties covering yourself in gold. And that's what it's like. Let's just remember who he's played his first two games against. The Sydney Sixters and the Perth Scorchers. The two best bowling outfits in the bloody tournament. So he's bottomed out. All right, he's got a break-even of 51. I'm going to choose to have an X-Factor player there that I can loop, and he still is X-Factor. It's just all been so far. But two of the best bowling lineups, he's into the Thunder, the Melbourne Renegades, the Brisbane Heat over the next three games. Uh, look, he's got a high score, 151 against the Thunder, a 202 against the uh, Renegades, a 153 high score against uh, the Brisbane Heat. Look, he doesn't average terrifically well against the Heat at 31, but he averages 80 and 45 respectively against those next two opponents. Uh, and look, I'm going to take a harper look on the bench. If he stinks, I'll just run the Ben roller coaster and he will go good at some stage i'm just gonna say i think he's got some poles and and looked a little bit slow starting against two very good bowling lineups but you just know i know it about hales he'll eventually go off you know i know that quentin de will eventually have a massive innings ben mcdermott will and it's just when do you get him because they do have a double you know in round seven so i'm just going to get a bottomed out ben mcdermott i'm going to say that he's had two the two best bowling lineups against him and i want to see that he's got opponents that he doesn't do too badly against and grab him for eighty-one thousand. now it's up to sam harper to decide whether i change that or not if harper goes mental on my bench i'll just i'll probably go to uh sam whiteman and have enough in there now the Chaudhry's playing uh, i make the change to loop him in. If not, I'm going to ride the roller coaster of Ben McDermott this week. I reckon he's going to turn a corner. That's my gut feel. Ado's gut feel of the week. Yes, I'm for real. I'm bringing in Ben McDermott. Now, uh, VCs and Cs, it's really simple. you got to go Maxi, haven't you? He's the VC for me. Um, who else would you go? You do not go Stoyd. You go Bo Webster, I guess, if you if you like him. If you think that it's going to be you know, a terrific bowling wicket and you bring it in, what's him? You know, grab him uh, for a VC. No, it's got to be Maxwell because the guy gets 150 in a single. So he could do 300 as your VC and then you're cooked. So uh, he's the VC of me. Look, I'm going to probably just chuck it on a, a non-playing uh Scorcher so that I can, you know, use it as my captain if if uh, Maxi has an absolute busted. I'll probably just captain Matt Short, you know, or maybe, uh, you know, oh, just go in on a Sams or something like that as the captain. But I'm going to VC Maxwell. Look, I have a bench set up with Stoyness in there uh, because I've got Connolly on field as, you know, there for looping my VC uh, and Stoyne's got the emergency on the bench. Now, I have no faith in Stoyne. He bowls and bats most games. Just not very well so far in this tournament. But Stoyd is class. And he's he's a proud man. He's going to come out and go good, surely. But I just don't trust him as a starter <laughs> in my team. Oh, so the good old days where I was called Adriana Stoyness. Mate. But anyway, he's, he's on the bench. Um, I've got Connolly on the bell. Oh, Hardy, whoever you want. Uh, you know, one of those scorches. And, and look, that covers my VC. And it gets a look at Stoyd. I am going to have Harper on the bench because he's only averaging 12.4 and he's volatile. But you just want to you know, like, get a look at him. Don't sit him. You know, he's obviously on a double. So you put him there on the bench and you have a look. Uh, Darcy Short's been going all right. I've managed to, obviously, with those expensive pieces. I'm holding Alex Ross, but he had a good double as well. Ross, the sweepologist. Uh, I'm going to have a look at Darcy Short this uh, first game, and, and we'll make decisions on loops after that. Um, look, uh, good luck, everybody, this week in uh, the short turnaround. Good, happy New Year's, everyone. Don't get too messy. Um, hey, if you follow Ado on the socials, watch me later. 
later on because it could get messy as it has done for the last couple of years. If anyone's followed me, Ada likes to go large on New Year's, which could also mean that my lovely (laughs) overall rank of 50 could go triple, double. Ada goes from 50th to 100,000th over... No, there's not 100,000 players. Ada goes to 15,000th in one week. Who knows? I'm very capable of it. But I'm going to try not to. I'm going to get me stuff in early. (laughs) Try not to touch it too much. But good luck, everybody. Love you a long time. And good luck this week. It's Speedometer.